0: And hello, everybody. Welcome to WD Carousel of Podcast. My name Crystal.
1: And I'm Ian.
0: And today we are going to be going on a little adventure. But as you're noticing, if you are watching the visuals, we are again separated. Yes, Ian is no yes, we are filming with me
1: no we because uh,
0: of the turn of events of the world we
1: we 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 live in the united states yes. and it just seemed like the better decision for the yes, time yes it is
0: responsible we are both negative but we want to make sure that we are staying safe so that is again if you are watching video of this why we have decided to make the responsible decision to film separately yes. um now that i got that out of the way we are going yes. to um have a little bit of a deep dive, nose dive, tech dive, <laughs> nose
1: dive. <I don't> <laughs> It's sort of a sort of a nosedive of a tech dive i don't know we'll see what happens we'll i try not
0: to make this as confusing but you know yeah. it can be yeah. us and we when we nerd out be. we nerd out hard so yes, we
1: do as you if you've ever listened to this before
0: <laughs> we've done a lot of talking about uh disney imagineers and other influential people within the walt disney company and the yes. jobs that they've done and we've touched base on you know kind of what those positions were but we've never actually talked about how that goes into the full full creation of an animated feature and that is the backbone of the disney company
1: which is crazy because i've talked about mm -hmm. like like disney versus pixar and we've talked about like everything except for like how the animation, like traditional animation works. Yeah. Like, we just haven't talked about it.
0: Yeah. And we're like, like we'll, we'll be talking about, oh yeah, so Ub Iwerks did this and right. Floyd Norman right. did this did and, this. you know, yeah. Rolly Crump did that and blah, 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 blah. And we'll just, you know, start throwing out names and slight descriptions of positions. Yep. But, yep. you know, if you aren't in the industry, like I'm not, <laughs> I mean, right. you went to school.
1: I did production. but I, was, I didn't spend a lot of time in the animation floor but I did spend some time with audio so you know, yeah I'm kind so, of I know half of it
0: <laughs> You can you can help fill in some of the gaps here but sure. we are going to be going over what the actual traditional animation process is Now a lot has yep. changed since Walt yes. first put pencil to paper and they were doing their silly symphonies and all of that but let's get you just a general idea of what created the Disney company as we know it
1: yeah absolutely and before we get started because I'm trying to force this but we'll see oh, how it yes, goes. yes
0: yes 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 <laughs> you reminded um, we- me and
1: I forgot no it is fine because you know <laughs> that's what that's what we're here for for each other it's Correct. all it's all good yes. um we have been on patreon for a little while um but now we are if you if you also are a visitor of our website and have before you will probably notice that it's updated we've done yeah. a couple of things that are behind the scenes that are less important you put it and there is lot a lot of
0: work on that
1: the, i wrote a big post about it on patreon That's an exclusive if you want to know what we did but we you get early access to our episodes we you um also if uh, different tiers i don't have them in front of me because i'm not paying attention properly but you can also get to pin, us, pin trader and imagineer or something like yeah, that yeah yeah and yeah. the highest one you get um a monthly uh meeting video chat with us yeah uh, if you want yeah yeah so that's kind of cool and you can we can just we just it's like 45 minutes we can just you know talk about whatever talk disney we can talk about ideas you have for the podcast like that's what we're there for so that these are all these are all options none of the uh choices are really above much above ten dollars so it's no. pretty reasonable and then and you also get I access
0: to us singing the intro to the teachers.
1: that just happened yeah, you, you know we're just we're trying to put up just the weirdest stuff that, that you don't yeah. see of us because oh, we are we are actually very funny
0: we're, we're not even <laughs> lying this is just you know us prepping for a show and this came out of nowhere so yeah we're we're, we're silly and if you want more silly random content that is a good place to yeah. be able to get access to it as well as help Great. support us with the funding for you know website storage materials
1: yeah. giving us stuff. to be able to do more content you know we both yeah. have we both have full-time jobs which i'm you know not saying that we want to like necessarily do it you know forever on our own but it's, you know, giving us that extra stuff gives us more, you know, more resources to, to make this content. so Yeah, make this better anyway, for you. If, if this is exciting, if it's something that you're interested in, please check it out. It's in the description of every single mm-hmm. podcast episode now to get to Patreon. And on our website. Um, you can find it on the website and on the website. Mm-hmm. So absolutely check that
0: it out. out. Yeah. Okay. So back to the animation process. Now, the yes. very first step, once they decide that they're going to create... story movie whatever short that they want to have they have a concept they have an idea they have a plot right the very first thing that they do is storyboarding and my favorite thing about this is Disney's the one that created it yeah before the um the Disney company created storyboarding what did they even do were they like okay we're just gonna (laughs) let the animators go
1: honestly and I think that they also pioneered storyboarding even in terms of the world of like live because I, you know, live production also uses a lot of storyboarding and, yeah. and a lot of different things. I don't think that kind of pre-visualization stuff was uh, used really all that much. It was sort of like we want these shots and then it was kind of up to everyone to kind of compose it and figure it out on site. They call it pre previs now, by the way, if, in case anyone cares um they didn't do that and so i i I believe uh i don't know this for sure but i believe disney was also the first to make that a thing where you could do pre-visualization for live stuff too and that would make sense because
0: then you get things like the sense of plot verifying the flow of the story you can you know have suggested camera angles or write in notes about lighting and that sort of thing if you have like this idea in your head now i understand you know early in the company when it was just the silly symphonies animation, cartoons were not considered a big thing and they were just kind of a brush off that happened before most movies most most motion pictures that you would see and so i can see them not really thinking that they have to put a lot of thought and energy into them about what they want to have but when walt was like no we're going to create a full-length animated feature called snow white and this is going to be a long a long process and i want to make sure we get every angle correct that makes sense that they would do this
1: absolutely yeah it's it's uh it's a neat it's a it's an industry standard thing now and it's and you can see just from from the way that disney's animated cartoons and feature films and everything look you can you can see that level of predetermination and and thought about the way things are going to look before it even gets done you can see that that level of 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 detail you know Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting
0: Yeah. Along with that becomes the next step, which is voice recording, but it's things Mm -hmm. like scratch tracks and rough in music. So that way they can have an idea of, okay, I'm going to go down here, but it's not the actual actors or, you know, we're going to put in a song at this time and we think it's going to be this. So we want to have something that fits. Let's just make sure that it works before we send it off to real composers and stuff. And that way they can kind of put it together in the third step, which is an animatic. So that's when you see if you've ever watched any documentaries behind the scenes things and you see Mm -hmm. storyboard sketches that do a sort of flip book in front of you and they have very generalized um, speech on top of it of the Mm storyline. That's where Mm -hmm. they're doing things like, you know. Making sure that everything is correct for timing, if they need to make changes or take out scenes, they can get all of that figured out before it goes into the big processes. Now, not saying that those aren't huge processes to begin with. I mean, (laughs) when they did Frozen 2, there's uh, like a four or five part documentary on the making of Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. And the poor is. storyboard artist, he oh, had to God. keep remaking it because they didn't yep. know the end of the. They didn't know what the ending of the the story was going to be, be.
1: Oh, and so, they, so kept they kept remaking
0: him draw things.
1: <laughs> oh no! Over and that... over again.
0: <sighs> So like the beginning yeah. animation was actually happening and things were working and like the actors were doing all of their stuff, but they still didn't know what the end was going to be. And so this poor storyboard <laughs> artist kept having to be like, oh, okay, this is the new thing. Uh, 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 okay. And sketch them up real quick and do oh. all of that to get the oh. approval and to have go through the animatics before they could even right. go into everything. It's just ridiculous.
1: Oh, that. And again, like, like, we, like we were talking about before, animatics also exist in the world of of live movies too so i and i think that it was one of those things where that was sort of early um an early thing uh that that they did as well Mm it all kind of ties together
0: once that's all approved then they get into the design, and that's the part where most people start thinking about a movie's actually beginning. So characters, building up characters with the model sheets or the 3D sculptures mm. that they might have so you can see what a character looks like. And when they're happy, right. sad, frustrated, blah, 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 right. um, Color stylists can figure out the color theming and moods for scenes um, or yes. even moods for characters, you know, if they're going to have like yeah. this standardized you know sort of feeling art directors are able to come in there with you know art styling as we've talked about like for 101 dalmatians they did a completely different a completely different artistic style for that movie than they did for like sleeping beauty and you can figure out what area you're going towards and build up the actual visuals around that
1: didn't we also do an episode um talking about Color, color rules. We, did, like we, we talked about talk villains. About yeah, villains. That's right. We yeah. talked about their Ooh, that's for, an yeah. early
0: one. Ooh, pulling that yeah, out of the archive right. there.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be an archive episode. See that coming out or you can just go watch it or uh, listen. It's probably want, but like five or six.
0: Honestly, it's really early. Yeah. <laughs> And then comes some really good early episodes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, when we were okay. So, little tangent here. I'm not sure if Ian, in his intros, said anything about why we were going back to the archives. But I just had a full hip replacement surgery. Yeah, and so we were trying to keep providing content to you guys, and we wanted to show you guys episodes that were beloved, but you know, new audience might not be familiar with them. So we pull. We've been pulling things out of the archives, and we've we've been discovering all of this content that we've built. That is amazing (laughs) that we 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 forgot about.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Not to to toot our own horns too much, but we actually liked some of our really older episodes. Oh yeah. No, I mean like
0: the Haunted Mansion, I think, what was that? Episode two or three?
1: Haunted Mansion was episode three, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, we just literally did the Haunted Mansion movie. So it makes sense to bring that back up. But... Um, The next area that we're going to get into uh, is we've joked about how this is what made Ub Iwerks actually leave the Disney company. And it's it's timing. And this is something that, you know, when they weren't doing storyboarding, then an animator was able to put in, especially if they weren't having any vocalization music. I mean, a lot of Mm -hmm. that before was silent movies. I mean, they didn't have to time it up to anything, but now that you're putting in audio uh, cues and all of this other stuff, you have to have a scheduled timing to squish an animation into. (laughs) Yeah. And in the up episode, we talked about how much he hated that.
1: Yeah. Oh, he hated that.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. He, that's the reason why he left the Disney company. Cause he didn't want to have to have, yeah, the first time, uh, because he didn't want to have to stick with scheduled. Okay. You have to have yeah. this within, you know, 15 seconds.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. He had to have his own set of rules and instead he's just like, no, actually I'm just going to go ahead and.
0: That's uh, not the flow that can't...
1: I was feeling. And I don't like yeah. being cons- yeah. constrained like that and restricted. Uh, yeah yeah i don't know why i'm putting that she was a real drama queen i don't know why that's that's becoming like our our IWorks voice it's like yes of course
0: (laughs) i mean he's a genius don't get me wrong i mean that episode it just there's there wasn't even enough time to go into everything that he created but he had he had so much going on anyways we're digressing too much so (laughs) the next level is where we actually start to get into the (gasps) art level I'm air quotating, you can't hear this on a podcast, but... No, but you're doing it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So this is where we get into layouts. So we're working about backgrounds, um, background artists work on camera angles, paths that the characters are going to be taking, shading, lighting, actually creating, Mm -hmm. you know, what they're going to be constructing. This,
1: Yeah, this part is like a black box for me because like, I just, I can't like do I can't art you know what I mean like I can't do like (laughs) I can't do like that part like the the animation or even just like a single painting like that is not something my brain can wrap itself around Mm -hmm. I just can't I can't do that I need a camera so the camera can make the image for me like it's just so Mm -hmm. weird like I it's such a different world
0: yeah and character artists at that time are also working on movements poses Mm -hmm. characters signature styles so like Mm -hmm. the smolder of you know eugene um (laughs) yes i pulled out eugene and not flynn rider because that's that's okay but anyways um and then we move into animation which is what this is titled about Because that's what most people know. (laughs) They're used to being able to see one picture connect to another picture after all of those steps have been created. But again, there's many levels into this that we've discussed as well.
1: Right. So the animators... Go for it. um, Just before animation, we should mention that all the audio has probably been finalized by this point.
0: Yes. So actors, music all of actors that
1: music. So yep.
0: they know what to animate to.
1: Right. <laughs> Details.
0: <laughs> I mean, a lot of the animators take inspiration from the voice actors with their gestures, their facial, you know, structure Absolutely. and the way that they make noises. Yep.
1: <laughs> I believe, I believe Disney was a pioneer in uh, recording the performances of the voice actors. Yeah. was that something they started? I think it yeah. might've been. Yeah
0: that and they had have an they, they were also thing. one of the first people to have live actors um doing movements for oh, animation too yeah, yeah for modeling yeah 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 So they would bring in like live animals or they'd have like live stage or video actors put on Mm -hmm. just really generalized costumes and dance around boxes (laughs) saying this is a stump or go up a ramp and this is a hill. And then there's supposed to be an owl up there and you sing to the owl so we can get angles and stuff. But that's when the animators come in and they take generalized like, okay, so they're going to go from this pose to this pose to this pose to this pose and that's what most people stop at as animators are the ones that create the movie they're the ones that create Mm -hmm. the movement they're the ones that create the character and that is true let's Mm -hmm. not discount that at all but then there's so many other layers in between
1: (laughs) yes called in betweeners. yeah it's 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 funny in betweeners yeah oh i see what you did there yeah yeah it's crazy because yeah the very first thing that's crazy is like you think of the animator and be like wow these animators do so much work and it's like it's true but they also are literally just like doing reference key key animation points for a character Mm -hmm. they're not drawing the whole image they're just drawing the character they're they're drawing an image but they're not
0: drawing the follow-through so when you are taking like a step they have one step and then they might do a half step and then they might do the other right. step but they're right. not but actually giving the flow
1: right right so they're they're not they're, an, they're not animating every frame and they're also not animating they're not drawing the whole picture like they're drawing like the character mm-hmm. but like people would imagine like they're like like they're not like the background and we'll get to it the background is also not part of it they're literally just drawing the animator is drawing like the character Yeah. Um, Which I sometimes feel like people don't necessarily know. But probably our audience probably does. Well, And
0: and the other thing that most people don't realize is they animate to 24 cells Mm -hmm. or frames per second.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: So that means there has to be 24 individual images. Sometimes they might reuse one or two um, just if like a character's holding a pose. It's not that big of a deal to like let it pause for a second. But for the most part, it's the in-betweeners job to make the other you know if you get three frame references from the animator for a second long step so let's say mickey's whistling and taking a step okay Mm -hmm. um there Mm -hmm. are going to be 24 frames in that second of that step and the animator's done three of them the in-betweener has to make all the connecting frames of the other 21 cells it's for that character.
1: It's, it's so crazy to me. The in-betweeners are like truly the unsung heroes because mm-hmm. you know you think of the anime as these like creators, but like no one is more prolific than the in-betweeners. Like they, they create yeah. more work than anybody else. it's just crazy. Like they're not <laughs> wasn't starting the thing. We're going to hold
0: off yeah. on that phrase for just a little bit, but they they are definitely unsung heroes, especially being yeah. able to have to duplicate so many right. animators' styles of characters too. So they mm-hmm. can't change the features or the style of like the signature style of one animator or the other mm-hmm. animator because that's not the style that they do. They have to make sure that it all blends. Right. Right. Um, i would I, I would hazard to say that ink and paint girls are the definitely on okay, song and that's they've done fair. everything but that's in betweeners are definitely like right there with them though they've had to do right. a lot of work and they don't get yeah. any credit they're like low man on the animation totem Total, pole. Yeah
1: yeah they're at the bottom it's
0: like oh okay you're getting into animation we're gonna put you here and you can do your work and show us that you're good at this and then we might you know upgrade you to backgrounds and that's when (laughs) (laughs) those um those are actually in traditional animation put on like big reels think um
1: scroll work
0: Yep, (laughs) because then they can go ahead and make a whole scene and as they're filming or printing the cells and and actually combining them later they can just like rotate it slightly (laughs) for the 24 um, different frames that need to happen per cell or whatever to be able to get a full scene so they're doing those separately
1: yeah, without having to generate that like every single time they have to create a new frame, which is
0: crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's where you get the disparity of having like the background look one way, and then there's this one bush that looks slightly different. different. And you know yep. there's treasure behind it. I mean, sorry, that was right. wrong tech, but you get what I'm saying. There's, yeah, yeah. there's one bush that you know is going to be interacted with.
1: It, it sounds looks like slightly cuphead different.
0: to me. <laughs> and then um. the the final ish stages but there's still a lot that goes on here still more yeah it's, yeah. it's the ink print or paint you know depending yeah. on what time yep. period you're talking about and you're camera you're in. work
1: yeah so the inkers
0: yeah. are the ones that originally would clean up all the lines that the animating artists had put on the cell and they would just basically do the um black work the black line work Thick yeah. lines, little lines, just to make sure you have those definitions. Right. Um, yep. Paint department, the Disney company was the first animation company to go into color and they yep. created <laughs> most of the colors, the on, colors. that you saw on screen. Like, yeah. even I've talked about this before Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the ink and painters were primarily women. Yep. And when they were sure. trying to come up with the blush for the blush color for Snow White's cheeks, the girls were actually using their own blush, blush. from their purse because they oh didn't have God. the color created yet.
1: They could, they couldn't, they couldn't get that color built. So they're just like, whatever, we have mm-hmm. it. <laughs> That's and crazy. then,
0: and so they would have to touch every single cell. So yeah. twenty-four s- frames or cells per second, and yep. say that it, it is a animated motion picture we're talking Mm -hmm. a minimum of 60 minutes
1: yep it's
0: a lot of work for these girls to go in and color and make sure everything is matching perfectly and then it gets into the actual camera work where before they had the do you remember do you know what they're called the holes that they put at the bottom of the cells to make sure that they line up exactly correctly every single time you know which ones I'm talking about, right? I,
1: it's not like the film sprockets. It's like the the alignment holes at the bottom yeah. of like the the transparent cell. Yeah. I don't know what those are called.
0: Yeah. But yeah. either way. Hmm. So they would have to line that up with having the scroll work of the background behind it. And then they yeah. take a, a picture. <laughs> right for the frame of the film yep. and then they yep. remove that clear cell to put the next cell on there maybe turn yep. in the background just slightly um yep. <laughs> and go through this whole yep. process and it would take yep. forever forever yep. to mm-hmm. you know be able to build the movie
1: this way it's it's an it's an obscene amount of work the multiplane camera systems and they were they were big too, yeah and that's big, then, and then getting into
0: multiplanes, because i wasn't even talking about that because then you're talking about multiple different cells, cells building on top, yeah, on top of the each background other. to give yeah. you these you know de- depth looking yeah scenes
1: i scenes i lost yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> i what you're saying, I'm saying. <laughs>
0: and then from there, they moved into the technology that started in 101 Dalmatians that we discussed as yes. well.
1: Yeah. The, the Xerox process. And that mostly revolved around the fact that they didn't have to do as much inking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they just basically could, they could just take the original animator's drawings and they could just make it into a cell that they, that could then be colored in. And there wasn't that la- that level of, of somebody going through and removing the the messy lines and cleaning it up with, with, you know, the the inkers didn't do that anymore. So they just basically had all of the edges that the animators had built would be, like, expressed in the final product, which creates yep. a very distinctive look. Yes. Um, um, which... in,
0: in the old-fashioned way, they would animate on yeah. paper, and then it was the ink girls that would put the cell on top and then outline over top of it, kind of like you're tracing. Yep, Yep. and then with the Xerox process, they could just put the image instead of having someone separate put the film on or put the cell on top the clear cell and then draw it out. They would just stick it into a copy machine, and then out it would come on a clear form. Yep. So that kind of got rid of some of the inkers, not all of them. There are still plenty Um, of inkers in the industry, but nowhere near what it was near decades ago. Absolutely, And then now they've gotten rid of the camera format that we were just discussing. And what sure. they do instead is they now scan those cells that they create into a computer yep. to put them together in a form that they've been joking around calling tradigital. Instead of traditional, it's traditional. Because well, then and that's, yeah. they don't have to worry about, you know, matching them up completely and click. Okay, everybody, let's do this. And then click. Okay, everybody. And then let's do this and right. click. But this is still right. the traditional style of animation. We're not talking about what we did in the Disney versus Pixar episode where we were talking about Disney digital animation versus Pixar right. digital animation. This is still hand-drawn 2d
1: animation right and that was and that actually does have a tie into that that episode that i have not listened to since we did it um (laughs) they had um that was actually one of the systems that pixar like the computer company before they like got into doing all of the the stuff they do now that was one of the things that they built was a um was like the system that could scan and hold high bit data of the cells mm-hmm. they like built that that system that could digitally manipulate and interact with with the different frames in fact there's even an entire file format that still exists today that i can save as save as called like dot pixar and it's like a super high <laughs> bit rate seriously like a f- high file format that you can use to store like high bit rate images that they were using at the time at disney to store their uh cell frames digitally
0: and then after that, sorry, I'm just going to get into it because we talked about it. That's when they do the sound effects and the Foley work. Yes. And if you don't know what Foley is.
1: It's a lot of fun. You should just Google it and watch people do it because it is <laughs> hilarious. It's, it's
0: literally making like the step noises or like mm-hmm. you hear a brush of something that mm-hmm. it's, it's the background noise that you expect to hear, but you would notice if it was not there. But you don't yeah. pay attention to it if it is. attention to
1: it. Right. Good Foley work, you don't, you never notice because it just works. And mm. that was, I spent a little bit of time um, in school. I spent a little bit of time in audio and we did some stuff in the Foley studio and it is a fascinating thing to do. And the, so you go into like, it looks like it was the standard recording studio with like the control room and like the main studio space. But then these big, like the, these big, like carpeted sections of floor, like looked like they had handles you could like lift up. And you can just like, you could just like pick these up and they call them foley pits and you just like pick it up. And there's like different types of surfaces. Like seriously, there's like asphalt, concrete, gravel, fake grass, sand. Yeah. It's all down there and you can like use your feet or use, you know, other shoes or whatever and just like props, whatever. And so you can do that just for anything. You have these surfaces available to you for walking and whatever.
0: And it's the weirdest Um, props too, to create other noises that we don't even realize that they're using for them. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing work. And yeah, if you're curious about that, that is a rabbit hole to get into, but it's so oh, yeah. fascinating.
1: It's so worth it. Yeah. It's super cool. But yeah. And then once that's all together, then it has to get, uh, baked into a print mm-hmm. for uh, distribution. And then at that point that, and traditionally that's how it would go out. Now, of course, if you use the, tri- like, as you were saying, the traditional system, you could do a digital master as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's Which, there's
1: if you want me to do a diatribe on that, I can do it on Patreon, <laughs> but I'm not gonna do that here.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is we were talking about traditional animation process. So this is what started yeah. the Disney company, this is what yep. they were known for, this is how they contributed and how they helped the industry grow. And yep. a lot has changed since then, but this is the heart and soul of Mickey Mouse and Absolutely. the movies that we grew up with. And Absolutely. I just wanted to give a little bit of a deep dive because the people that we've been referencing we're going to be talking a lot more about the nine old men and they are like we haven't even started on the nine old men but i know we're starting we're gonna be doing ollie and um oh who's his
1: i can't remember this is bad oh my gosh i i I feel i don't even have I don't even have my phone. We're like, I going can't even to look. brain
0: fart this and then we will yell at each other at like midnight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how it goes. But we're going to start talking about the nine old men here. So it gives you a little bit of context when we're discussing their contr- contributions to the company about what they had done within yes. their different departments.
1: So absolutely. I think this yeah, was a good a
0: addition a to help yes. prep before we get to the next one. So
1: yeah, good good job past crystal and ian i don't don't know when we i don't know when we planned this but it was good work on our part i don't
0: know but it was over a beer or several it was over
1: a beer it was a long time ago it was a very long time ago yeah we've scheduled this out
0: (laughs) (laughs) this has been wd carousel of podcast my name's
1: crystal and i'm ian and
0: we hope you have a great big beautiful tomorrow bye everybody